Hello, hi, and welcome to Jim on the Air podcast. I'm Jim Sriani, your host with the most. Thank you so much for joining me. This is my second episode of Jim on the Air. And depending on when you're listening to this, when and where, uh, today happens to be Monday, March 30th, 2020. And uh, each uh, show, I've thought that I would start each show with some news. And sometimes it'll be local news here in the Santa Barbara area, and sometimes it'll be national, and maybe a little bit of both. And uh, just to start things off here, um, this story comes from actually NewsHawk.com. Again, that's NewsHawk.com, N-O-O-Z-H-A-W-K. And the story was uh, written by Tom Bolton. He is the NewsHawk executive editor. And what they are reporting on... um, coronavirus here in Santa Barbara. Uh, Four more confirmed cases of novel coronavirus were announced Sunday, which was the 29th, bringing the total in Santa Barbara County to 68 cases. Now that might not sound like a lot, depending on where you are located, um, but just a few days ago it was only about 18 cases, and now it's up to 68. Uh, Three of the new cases are in the North County, and the fourth is in the South County. Of the 68 cases in the county, 45 are recovering at home, and eight are in the hospital, including six in intensive care. That's according to officials. Uh, 14 patients have fully recovered, and one is pending an update. Uh, So a little bit of good news there. Uh, Meanwhile, the uh, Santa Barbara Public Health Department is prioritizing thorough investigations for cases with exposures in healthcare and other congregate settings to identify persons who may have been exposed. And that's according to a press release that they sent out earlier. Uh, mandated social distancing measures are in place to slow the spread of the virus. And no deaths have been reported in Santa Barbara County from the coronavirus. Also, as many of you know, it's known as COVID-19. And the, the patients are from various places in Santa Barbara County. Uh, one person is from uh, South County in their 70s. Another person in their 60s resides in the North County. And one person is in their 40s in the North County. And another person in their 20s resides in the city of Santa Maria. Also on Sunday, the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department reported that two of its deputies are recovering at home after testing positive for COVID-19. And um, the deputy left work and sought medical attention. The Sheriff's Office has been working closely with the Public Health Department to evaluate any potential risk to additional staff or the public. This is according to Raquel Zick, who is the Public Information Officer. And she says the Sheriff's Office uh, initiated additional follow-up that included tracing back each of the deputies' contacts with the public and co-workers in a proactive effort to identify possible exposures. And no additional people have been identified or recommended for self-isolation protocol by public health. And for more information on this story, again, you can go to newshawk.com. That's N-O-O-Z-H-A-W-K.com. And for more information on uh, coronavirus in Santa Barbara County, you can go to publichealthsbc.org. Again, that's publichealthsbc.org. And on the national scene here, uh, according to the CDC website, that's cdc.gov, 
um, here in California, there's uh, 5,739 cases in California. Compared, though, to New York State, which has 59,219 cases. Again, that's 59,219 in uh, New York State, and that's according to uh, the CDC, and this is as of uh, March 30th. And of course, by the time you're listening to this, this may have changed um, somewhat, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. Um, Interesting information from the CDC, uh, the cases of COVID-19 reported in the U.S. by the source of exposure. And uh, 886 people were exposed due to travel-related issues. Uh, Another 2,351 by close contact. And then there's still 137,667 that are still under investigation. And that's according to the CDC. And that's a look at the uh, not-so-great news. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to look at some more positive news and some things that you can do while sheltering in place. Stick around, more to come. So, as I promised, some positive news, because I know we're all probably getting a little tired of hearing all the negative, bad news about coronavirus, but sometimes you just have to deal with a little bit of the reality and check in on what the numbers are all about and all that good stuff. But on the positive side, um, this is a story that I found um, at uh, NewsHawk, again, NewsHawk.com, and uh, it's titled, Community Donate Supplies to Protect Medical Workers on the Frontline of Coronavirus Outbreak. And according to NewsHawk, with the number of coronavirus COVID-19 cases rising daily, Santa Barbara County residents have stepped up and adjusted their operations to help prepare frontline healthcare workers for a surge in patients. The push to collect medical supplies began this week when Cottage Health employees began staffing an outdoor drop-off center for donations in the parking lot of Goleta Valley Cottage Hospital. And the community response was immediate. More than 10,000 N95 masks and more than 12,000 surgical masks were donated Tuesday last week. That's according to Cottage Health. N95s and surgical masks were the most commonly donated items, and new and sealed supplies are almost always suitable for clinical use. Uh, Masks, respirators, isolation gowns, and other personal protective equipment are essential supplies to keep health care providers safe. And uh, so that's some good news that the community stepped up. That's really remarkable. More than 10,000 N95 masks and more than 12,000 surgical masks were donated. And if you want to read more on that story, you can certainly do, cer- certainly do so on the NewsHawk website, NewsHawk.com. And some other uh, positive news. Uh, my friends over at uh, K-Tide, 99.9 KTYD, my friends Bill and Lynn. Hey, Bill. Hey, Lynn. I don't know if you're listening, but hey, um, they're doing a cool thing. They're trying to help uh, support local businesses uh, because, and I'm sure this is going on all over the country, local businesses are suffering from the sheltering in place. So what K-Tide is doing is they are highlighting some local businesses, and on their show uh, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, um, 
I don't know when you'll be listening to this. It may be after the fact, but um, they'll be focusing on the Natural Cafe, and they'll have them in to talk about their business. And they're doing this with other local businesses throughout the week on their show. So kudos to the Morning Mojo over on K-Tide. By the way, um, you can listen to them on regular radio, 99.9 KTYD. You can also listen to them online at ktyd.com and give them a listen and um, see what they're doing. They're out there trying to help local businesses stay afloat, if you will. So there's some good news there. Also, and I learned this from K-Tide as well, um, this is really good news. (laughs) You can still get Girl Scout cookies. Yes, you can still get Girl Scout cookies. Um, 1.7 million Girl Scouts depend on the cookie program. 1.7 million Girl Scouts depend on the cookie program to fund life-changing girl-led programs, experiences, and learning. Um, But unfortunately, they're not selling the cookies door-to-door or at cookie booths. And as a way to protect both girls and the communities, in the wake of COVID-19, Girl Scouts have suspended that. They're not selling uh, the cookies door-to-door or at booths, but of course they depend on those sales. So what you can do is you can you can still buy your favorite cookies online today and have them shipped to your door. Or, this is a really cool thing, you can donate cookies and the Girl Scouts will distribute them safely to provide comfort to first responders, volunteers, local causes um, in need. And uh, so you can do that as well. You can either buy them for yourself (laughs) and have them delivered to your door, or you can donate them to various causes and um, also first responders, volunteers that are helping out in local communities. And all you need to do is just go to girlscouts.org is their website. Again, that's girlscouts.org. And uh, just click on over there, over there, and um, you can buy or donate cookies to various causes and then help out the Girl Scouts at the same time, as well as either help out uh, volunteers and first responders or just help yourself to some cookies because you know you do want a box, a box for me and a box for the first responders and a box for me and a box for volunteers. <laughs> but again, um, go to their website, girlscouts.org. Uh, just click over there and uh, all the information is there on how you can buy and or donate cookies. So yes, that as well. Also, um, just want to give a little bit of a shout out to a friend of mine, my one of my BFFs, Robert. Hey, Robert, I hope you're listening. Um, he recently posted, uh, well, he, he has a, a, a cooking channel on YouTube and he posts all kinds of recipes, everything from uh how to uh, brew beer at home, to um, how to chop vegetables properly, and how to make uh, various uh, types of foods and goodies. And he recently posted a, a video for you know those of us who are sheltering in place, and he calls it uh, Bunker Busters. And uh, he uh, created a, a spicy red lentil soup um, dedicated to his mom. Um, unfortunately, his mother has COVID-19, but she is recovering, thank God. Um, but anyway, um, he's pulling all the good vibes together in the universe to make soup, and uh, lentil soup is his mom's favorite. Anyway, if you want to learn how to make it, I wish we had Smell-O-Vision. I don't know if you remember uh, the Warner Brothers cartoon with Elmer Fudd, where he, he goes into the future, and it goes... 1950, 1960, 19, and it goes all the way to 2000, way into the future. And um, he, he picks up a, a newspaper in the year 2000 or something, and, uh, and the headline says, 
Smell-O-Vision replaces television. And I always remember him, Elmer Fudd, in his voice. Smell-O-Vision replaces television. <laughs> and the only reason I bring that up is because when my friend Robert was uh, doing his video, I wanted to smell the food that he was cooking. It looked so good. It looked good on... Um, on the video, and I wished I could have uh, smelled it as well. It just looked really good. Anyway, if you want to learn how to make this wonderful lentil soup uh, while you are sheltering in place, and this sounds like it's a really good hearty soup, uh, go over to my friend's uh, page on YouTube. It's Eudaimonious Mark II, and it's spelled E-U-D-A-E-M-O-N-I-U-S Mark II. Is, that's his channel on YouTube. And the video is called Bunker Busters and uh, Spicy Red Lentil Soup for Mom. And it's, that's the title of the video. But anyway, it's Eudaimonious Mark II. It's my friend Robert. That's his page, his channel. And, um, and the soup is called Bunker Busters Spicy Red Lentil Soup for Mom on YouTube. Check it out. It looks really good. And again, I wish you could smell it. I wish I could smell it because... As he was cooking it, it looked like it was had all kinds of goodies in there. There's lentils and, of course, carrots and onions and all kinds of good spices. Anyway, check that out. If you are home with your kids or your family, your husband, wife, what have you, and uh, you're looking for something to do, uh, make some soup because soup is good. And it's hearty and healthy and uh, nutritious and all that good stuff. Anyway, so that's on YouTube. And uh, let's see what else. So we, we talked about Girl Scout cookies, and we talked about soup, and we talked about supporting local businesses. That's the main thing. Wherever you're listening to this show, whether you are in, here in Santa Barbara or on the other side of the country or planet, um, help support your local businesses because they're suffering at this time. And maybe um, what you can do, e even though we all have to shelter in place and it's hard to um, get out to support businesses, you can buy maybe a gift card at your favorite restaurant or store or what have you buy a gift card and then save it for later and that way it helps them now and helps them again later and um so you know that's maybe one way that you can support local businesses anyway um so i'm gonna wrap this up here and um i can't believe i've already done two episodes of jim on the air and um, again thank you so much for listening and be sure to uh, check out my podcast it's on um, Anchor FM and also on Spotify. And again, it's Jim on the Air. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye, everybody.